The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. You can think of us as the place to talk about what's important to you in creating an amazing life. Our expectation is that your life can improve one show at a time through engaging conversations and practical advice. Now, here is your host, Dr. Luana Gladney. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back. We have another week that we're getting started all fabulous, and I am so excited that you are joining me again. This is now our third show, and I'm bringing to you all of the things that I promise that I am that is going to help to make your life truly, truly amazing. I am the emotional wellness and mind doctor, and my mission is to help you use the power of your mind to manage your emotions, your stress, and your life, and to create the kind of life that you so desire. So as I travel around the country doing speaking and training, and my books are out there, and this radio show platform is just another means that I can get the message out that you are in the driver's seat of your life, and how do you take control of that life and create the kind of life that you want. So welcome back to another show. And we're going to roll right in with the news you can use. As I said, I am going to be bringing you news that inspires the soul because we hear so much other news that doesn't, that can make you depressed. So the good news for today is there is a school that brought the graduation actually to the home of the terminally ill father. And I thought this story was so fantastic. It's in Rockford, Michigan, and his daughter was graduating and he's terminally ill and he had a bone marrow transplant. It did not, um, his body rejected it. And so he has gone home to spend his last days. And to make sure that he could see his daughter graduate, the school decided in just a few hours that they were going to bring the graduation to his living room so that he could celebrate his daughter graduating and getting a high school diploma. And I thought that was just such a fantastic story. So a shout out to the school in uh, Rockford, Michigan, for the um empathy and understanding how important this is to somebody. So way to go. And Bob Chambers, uh, we are we are praying for you and congratulations to your daughter. As well, as I wanted to say that I see that Starbucks is now, um, they are giving, donating their food to the food bank, their leftover food. All the restaurants and everybody out there, please jump on that bandwagon. There are so many people that would appreciate having the leftover food that you can't do anything with it. So that's our good news for today. Again, we're going to go into this whole emotional wellness space. And I have to say something about what happened. Our hearts and prayers go out to Brussels and all of the community there and the people, what happened on yesterday. And as I explained last week, that 
in this whole emotional wellness space, I'm trying to help people understand emotions. There are really only two emotions that we experience, and that's love and fear. We are seeing fear played out uh, in a in a major way internationally as well as nationally. And so what we saw happen uh, with the bombing and the deaths and all of this, it, it's this fear that turns to anger, that turns to hatred. And we're seeing that played out on a major platform. So we want to definitely be aware and be thoughtful and mindful as you travel as well. And again, our hearts and prayers go out to the family. Now with that, we're going to be rolling right into our show. I am so excited today because we have our first guest on the show. And it's funny because I was the first guest on her radio show. So it's wonderful. I am bringing absolutely wonderful person to you today. And we're going to learn so much. Her name is Chloe Taylor Brown. And I always have loved the name Chloe. And it just so fits her so well. She is a behavioral executive and lifestyle strategist, coach, author. She has also co-created a signature personal excellence profile acronym PEP. She works with Fortune 100 and 500 uh, companies, organizations, business owners, professionals, athletes, entertainers, people who want to power up and reach their potential in their daily lives. She is a pretty fresh 50 plus woman, a free spirited wife of over 30 years and a model mom of four children. She's like me. We have four children. Uh, she's developed the Girl Swag Curriculum, a personal development guide for young women and girls. And she's the author of Getting Ready uh, Chloe Style, Perfecting Your Authentic Image. And she has her latest memoir, I Can Laugh Again, and it has been released. And she also is a creator and host of the Chloe Experience Radio Show. So she is an expert as well when it comes to radio. Uh, Chloe and I met, uh, we were talking about almost maybe 10 years ago, nine to 10 years ago, and it was an immediate connection, immediate energy, and she brings so much to the table, and I'm so excited to have her join us today as we're talking about living fearlessly, getting out of your own way, and she is going to help us do that. Chloe, welcome to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. Thank you so much. That was so wonderful just hearing you say all those wonderful things about me. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I am so excited to have you here. And as you know, our topic, and you know this topic so well, and it is about fear, living fearlessly. And as I said earlier, there are really only two emotions. That's love and fear. And everything else falls up under that. And so we want to help the guests today to understand how to live fearlessly. Now, we're seeing fear played out nationally and internationally. And I talked about the national forum and how it's played out in the political arena right now. And some people, it's a pandering toward fear, which is turning into anger and hatred and all of the violence that we're seeing. But I want to talk about it as well in a positive way. I want to ask you, Chloe, have you seen the show Little Big Shots? I have not. Isn't that a new okay. show? It is a brand new show, and I'm going to tell you and to everybody out there, Little Big Shots is a brand new show. Steve Harvey is the host. I think he and Ellen DeGeneres uh, are executive producers, and what they're doing is highlighting these little kids that have all of this great, fabulous talent. And as I watch the show, and I love watching things when there's little kids, and they 
are so on point and they are so on mission because it encompasses what we want people to know is fearlessness. These kids, they have absolutely no fear. They know what their talent is. They are so incredibly talented. Some of it you just can't even believe. You just sit there with your mouth open. But they have no fear. And, you know, when we're born, Chloe, we really don't have fear. We're taught to fear. We, our parents have to tell us not to stick anything in a light socket, not to run out in the street when a car is coming. We're taught to be afraid. And so, Chloe, in all of your experience, how have you seen fear impacting people from succeeding? Well, I can even start with my own self. When I was younger, I was stricken by fear. I really wanted to be an international model, and I had the opportunity. This was a young woman, uh, about 22, and um, I remember getting on that, going to the airport and being at that gate and being checked in, and I would... Fear just grabbed me, and I was—I had my boarding pass and everything. All the other models were getting on the plane, and I, <laughs> I was like, I don't really want to go, and because I was so afraid of the unknown. And, and I was married. I just got married at the time, maybe six months married, and my husband said, you have to go, and that was the best thing because I really wanted to go, but it was at that moment I was just stricken with fear and anxiety of the unknown, but it was the best thing for me. And after I was in Milan for about a month, I said, oh, I can do anything now because you've got to face your fears. And even right. if you have to have someone, you got you need to have a coach or accountability partner or a people who are telling you what you can do. Because you know, as you said, most people tell us what we can't do. So I'm just so grateful for my husband. We've been married over 30 years, and that was Yay. one of the best things he's ever done for me. Because <laughs> you've got to go. I asked him, Dr. Gladney, why, why did you say that? You know, we were the same age, and he was young, too. He says, because I didn't want you to hold that against me forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was a smart man, and that's true. And, you know, Chloe, that's a, a great story, and it really plays into where people are. And you use the word stricken. You were stricken with fear. I'm sure your body physiologically, it started to respond and react. And when we have fear, uh, real fear is something that is good for us because it helps to keep us from danger. Uh, but oftentimes what holds people back is the imagined fear. They are imagining and believing something that's going to happen. And your body responds in the same way as if it's real fear and it doesn't know. So at that moment, when you're at the airport, your body was responding in the same exact way as if there was something to really be afraid of. But what you said, it was the fear of the unknown. Can you talk about that a little more? The fear of the unknown. Why is that so real and gripping to people? Because I think, you know, you imagine the worst. So I can't only have five words of Italian. I don't know anybody. I've met the agent, but I don't really know them. And, and I've heard all these stories, and I'm not going to know how to order my meals. Everything that was that that I was thinking was so negative. I didn't think, well, I'm going to go meet all these fun people. I'm going to learn even more words. So I think it's, you know, we are feeding the the negative and not the positive. And when I've learned mm -hmm. to talk positive to myself, 
just the opposite happens. I get really excited and I, you know, even if it's a little bit of anxiety, it's like, you know, I'm so excited about it. You know how you can have the good anxiety, like you said, it, oh, yes. it, stop, it, it takes you and propels you where the other anxiety stops you cold in your feet. So, um, you know, I learned to break through that and, and truthfully, by doing that, it opened up a whole new world for me in my mind and in my real life because, as I said, I started to meet really interesting people. I started to speak the language. I started to feel confident about my whole self and my goals grew bigger. So I say, challenge yourself. It's okay to be afraid, but don't let it stop you. Remember that commercial is okay to sweat. Just don't let anybody know that you're sweating. Right. right. <laughs> so <laughs> Gotta keep that it. hidden. I, I love that when you said what you did, because this is often what happens. We do have this self-talk and the self-talk is negative. And when I talk about thoughts and how many thoughts we have a day in a 60,000, uh, 50 to 60,000, um, and then research says that about 80% of our thoughts are negative. 80% of what we think about is negative. That is an example. And that's where fear comes from. So you started saying, I don't know these words. You know, I may get over here. I might get lost. I don't really know. Is this person going to be the agent who they really say they are? So all of those things you started thinking, all of the negative. But when you switch over and it becomes positive, then you became this powerful person. And when I talk about fear, and I have a chapter of that in my book, um, there are different types of fears. You have fear of failure, fear of success, fear of loss, fear of what others think, fear of just other people, and fear of oneself. And so there's a lot of different imagined fears that we conjure up that can keep us from moving forward. But as you said, when you can switch over into a different space and start thinking the positive. And now you said the best thing ever happened. Can you tell us some of the things that have happened because you overcame that fear? What happened from taking that trip and getting on that airplane when you were paralyzed with fear? What happened? Well, it certainly elevated my confidence 100%. I grew up in rural Mississippi, and I, after college, I moved to San Francisco, which was really a, a you know, a culture shock within itself. And a couple years after that, maybe a year and a half after that, I found myself in Milan. So just stepping out on what I truly wanted, and I, that's another thing, you got to have a vision for yourself. The vision propelled me because I could see myself walking on that runway and and being mm. chosen by Armani. So I wanted that, and so that helped me to go, too, because I knew what I wanted. So I focused on more of what I wanted and not what I didn't want. I wanted to meet new people. I wanted to learn to speak a new language. I wanted to be elegant and sophisticated, and that truly happened. I stepped into what I wanted, and I didn't focus on what I didn't want any longer because once I got there, I saw that I was going to, you know, I could learn the language. I could make new friends. I could, you know, be adventuresome and, and be in Milan in, on one weekend and then be in Monte Carlo the next weekend. And so I wasn't afraid of going to uh, France not knowing French because I knew that I was going to at least get by. And you've been modeling ever since, haven't you? Well, I took some years off. You know, um, when I started modeling in the 80s, the early 80s, models only were going up to a certain age. And then mm -hmm. um, 
probably when I was in my in my late thirties, thirty seven, I started modeling again, um, so, and then I stopped again after I had a child to die. So I became really depressed. And, mm-hmm. and you're talking about losing your confidence and being afraid. That was a whole another experience that I had to break through again. Right. But I just recently started modeling about two years ago again. So I did have some time off between all these years. But that built up your confidence at that time to even come back. Because if you were just trying to start modeling now, you know, you know, you would have told yourself, oh, it's not going to work. So being able to overcome and and listeners out there, please um, call in with your questions, comments at 1-866-472-5788. That's one eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. And as you were building in your life, uh, Chloe, and we'll get into uh, more of that uh, as we go into the second segment. But as you were building in your life and understanding, you said you knew where you wanted to go. So you kept the focus on what it was that you wanted to accomplish and you had a vision. Um, you know, the scripture tells us without vision, people perish. So how important is that overall vision to fear, to combating fear? Oh, it is vital. At least it was to me. And now I've transitioned into becoming a coach. And a lot of the times people don't know where they want to go. And that's why they hire people like you or people like me to work with them. And so one of the first things that I do after they take my assessment is that I help them to establish a mantra. It's not just some mantra they picked up and they're quoting someone else's mantra. These are words that are educed and drawn out of them that we put together in a very powerful way. And when they recite this and they say it to themselves, whether out loud or within themselves, it gives them the confidence, the, the stamina, and also it excites them because it tells them who they are, who they can become based on who they already are, what they're going to contribute based on their vision. So all of that is in the mantra. It is vital to have a big vision for your life. It really is. It just really elevates your energy. You get excited. You know where you're going. You know what classes or courses you need to take. You know what new friends you need to make, who you need to go network with. It really is your guiding star, your north star, so to speak, your vision. Okay, so we're, we're going to get into the uh, PEP when we come back after the break. Again, listeners, please call in at 1-866-472-5788. We'll be taking your calls after this break that's coming up, and we're going to find out a little bit more about the PEP assessment, how to move out of your own way by getting to know who you really are and where you want to go. So stay with us and come back after this break. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com 
Are you ready to make a change in your career, relationships, health, and or finances, but don't know how to get it done? Dr. Gladney has the answers for you. Go to creatingamazinglives.com for access to transformational resources that will help you create the life you want and deserve. To get a copy of her latest book, If You Are in the Driver's Seat, Why Are You Lost? The Gladney Prosperity System, a free 30-minute session, and other offers, go to her website at creatingamazinglives.com to start creating your amazing life. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, has the solutions to your everyday life challenges. If you are seeking answers that will help you create amazing relationships, finances, health, and career, go to creatingamazinglives.com to take advantage of transformational resources, books, success CDs, GPS program, or to sign up for a free 30-minute success session. Dr. Gladney's programs are what you need to help you get what you want to out of life. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to info at drgladney.com. That's info at drgladney.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed our first segment because we're talking to the fabulous Chloe Taylor Brown. And she shared with us in the first segment how um, fear gripped her, and it was imagined fear. Fear gripped her when she was getting on the airplane to go and model. Um, And if you see her, and hopefully you have seen her picture, she's absolutely gorgeous. So people would look and say, well, why is she scared? (laughs) Why is she afraid? Um, And so you have to understand that fear is all this internal thing. It's things that we tell ourselves. It's things that we make up. But what we don't want to neglect is that there is real fear. There's real fear and things that happen in our lives, tragedies and things that come that can grip you even more so. And Chloe, you mentioned it just a little bit, and I want to just dive in just for a few minutes uh, because we do want to talk about the real fear that people have. Uh, But the real fear can uh, can also stand in your way. So you mentioned about the loss of a child. Can you just briefly tell us about that story and how real fear uh, captured you and paralyzed you? Sure, I can. Um, And I've just released a, a memoir about that. It's called I Can Laugh Again, From the Valley of Grief to a Glimpse of Heaven. And 
after my son, Justin, died. Justin was my third child, and he is my third child. He's in heaven. He was almost four. He fell in our pool, and it was he, he didn't survive mm. that accident. Um, and when he died, my husband and I immediately fell from a high place in, in our lives where we were, you know, physically and emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally, wow. in every way. Uh, we felt we became a victim uh, mm-hmm. because we were feeling so sorry for ourselves. We were grief stricken and all that was real. The right. pain was real. It was physical. It made my bones ache because it was so heavy. Right. Uh, I started to lose weight. It was really physical. My heart was broken. And yes. um, that went on for, I, I would say, in that way about a year and a half and I became so heavy and when you're heavy you you can become destructive abuse abusive mm-hmm. harmful right. very doubtful hostile in your language you can even become physically hostile throwing things and breaking things I never did mm-hmm. that but I do remember you know cussing some time you know I yeah my husband yeah. said to me um you know call the priest you know because we were very into our religion, and I just didn't want to hear any of that, and I just really said a lot of bad words, yes. and so that was abusive language, yes. and so it, I, I found myself on that very day looking at my husband look at me, mm-hmm. and I couldn't see myself, but I could see how he was looking at looking me. At he was you. so afraid, mm-hmm. and at that moment, I, could, I got a grip because that scared me. And I really, I prayed so hard, and I just wanted to laugh again because all the joy had gone out of my house. And Mm -hmm. I have the kind of laughter that's very contagious, and it brings people in. And I just said, please, God, I know that if I could genuinely, authentically laugh again, I could start to build myself up. And sure Mm. enough, day by day, I made the decision. And then because I made the decision... Every day after that, a little bit, I got a little more energy, a little more energy. Because our life is made up of energy. Right. And so I started to feel a little bit better. Now, this was not overnight. This still took some years because my baby died. But at least I made the decision I was doing the work. And um, over some years and doing the work and and really wanting this, I had to really work. I can't stress that enough. It's not just going to happen when you have a paradigm crash. And a paradigm crash, Dr. Gladden, does not have to necessarily be the loss of a loved one. It could be the loss of a job that you think is right. your life. It oh, could absolutely. Be having to move when you thought that you were going to live in this one place forever. It's a loss or right. something that... that you hold dear that you don't have anymore. That's a paradigm crash. And what you have to do is to refocus your life and create some new big goals for yourself to cre- create a new purpose because right. you, you've lost, your, your setup is over, it's gone. You've got to create something new. And right. that's what I say. When you have something that serious, you've got to find something else light. Right. You, you basically have to create a new normal. Um, and thanks so much for sharing that story, Chloe. We may have to have you on when we are doing the segment about grief. And as you know, um, and the listeners out there, they don't know. But I've lost 
uh, two children um, as well, and they were babies. And so understanding when you're talking about that grief and how heavy it is, I know that uh, far too well, and I know how gripping and paralyzing that it can be. And when you do have um, real fear, there are some ways to overcome it. And I tell people to to one is to understand that it's not your fault. Whatever happened is not your fault. Generally, the real fear is caused by something that is out of our control, something that we cannot control. And understanding you survive it, you can revive from it. And declaring the power over the fear, writing down the lessons that are learned, and seeking professional counseling. So, Chloe, what what helped you to overcome uh, that fear? Well, I was going to to counseling, to um, grief counseling, and therapy, and I can tell you that that only got me to average. It it helped to stabilize me, which is a good Mm. place when you're, Mm -hmm. you know, being way down in the grips of, you know, in the valley. So the counseling and the therapy stabilized me, and then I started to trust myself more. But at that point, I needed coaching, which I didn't know for a long time because I was wallowing like, you know, why can't I move forward? I just couldn't, no matter what, I I felt like I was running on a treadmill. I couldn't get anywhere. But Mm. it was coaching that helped me to see now you, you can't live from the old paradigm. You've got to create something new, a new normal, as you said. Mm-hmm, so it was mm-hmm. a coaching that helped me to create a new normal and then to set a new life purpose. And my purpose was drawn out of what I already loved. I always loved sharing and encouraging. And so what I did, Dr. Gladney, was I took all my modeling. I took my, um, what I studied in college was fashion and design. I took all of that. And I decided I wanted to support young women and girls. And I went back to school and I just recreated myself. Wow. And, you know, that's one of the um, one of the keys to dealing with pain is to turn that pain into something positive. If you are able to make that shift over to um, use that energy that you have and put it into something positive so that it lives in a positive way. And it sounds like that's what you did. And that is, that's amazing. Uh, Because like I said, it's so much of the fear sometimes can come from something that is really real. And you were able to understand and to everyone out there, I want to emphasize that um, therapy and counseling is so much a part of what everybody, what we all need in life. I've been to therapy and counseling, even though uh, that's what I do, it, it, we all need it. And in order to get to that next level, and you also mentioned about the coach, and we'll definitely talk about that in the last segment. But so much of it was, Chloe, that you were really conscious of where you were and you were able to look in your husband's eyes and to see how he was seeing you, which then helped you to be able to see yourself. And this is what is really missing with people. They don't know how to look at themselves and we don't take the time to do this introspective thinking and researching of our own souls. People are always accusing me of analyzing. Well, that's who I am. I'm a doctor. I'm supposed to analyze. I know your mind and your behavior. And so I analyze everything. But in that, I'm I'm really analyzing myself, my feelings, my thoughts, my fears, my whatever, 
constantly. And I have to say to myself and ask myself questions and talk to myself. And in that process, I thought it was important that I really understand who I am. And when you um, came to me and um, we did the personal excellence profile, which you are a co-creator, and, and it's a PEP for short, but it's a personal excellence profile. And it helps people to see themselves. Can you tell us a little bit about that? How important is this tool and why you created it? It is so important. Now, I'll tell you, I really wasn't creating it for myself, but I love it. It keeps me on track. Mm-hmm. I can look at my pep. I'm looking at it right now. Me too. I'm looking <laughs> at mine look too. <laughs> <laughs> and it keeps me on track. I can ask myself questions about where you are. Now, Chloe, you know that if you have to do this and if you are really this high in your ability to command that you need to go command this and, you know, you've got to elevate yourself in your decision-making. So here's a, an opportunity. You've got to make a decision about this right now. Don't waver. So I talk to myself in that way. And so sometimes I get a little anxiety about it, but I don't let it stop me because this tool is real. I use it I use it to create the curriculum for my girl swag. Each chapter is based on one of these 12 abilities. So mm-hmm. based on this, there are 12 vital abilities that we use. There are some sub-abilities, but these are 12 vital abilities that we use to make our life work, or we don't use them. And I also use this tool uh, in corporate America and with the professionals that I work with. This is the first thing after we have that first initial conversation that mm-hmm. a person will do if they want to be coached by me because mm-hmm. it's going to help me, but most importantly, it's going to help you to see where you are and what we both have to do. Right, to understand yourself. And you mentioned these 12 abilities. I'm just going to say them out really quickly because they're very important. It's the value, uh, self-value, perceive, decide, communicate, build rapport, interact, act, produce, have certainty, command, expand, and accomplish. And this was so telling. As much as I felt like I knew who I was and I know myself because of who I am and what I do, I felt like, of course, I know all the pieces about me and everything. But I'm telling you, this was so telling and it has helped me so much. And when I went, when I uh, took the uh, PEP, uh, the assessment, it told me some things about myself. And I said, so that's why I, I act like I do. <laughs> that's that's why I think like I do. And I remember when you we were going through it um, and you were telling me that the reason why it was so difficult to find for me to find the right people to work with me in my business is because of the level that I achieve to is the mastery level. And a lot of people are not there and I won't tolerate anything other than because you can start to think, Chloe, I was starting to think, okay, something wrong with me. (laughs) Immediately our mind goes to the negative. Is something wrong because I'm having all these people come to work with me and they end up not staying because they're not achieving. But I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'm too hard. Maybe this, maybe that. But what happened 
And so that that thought process alone started to create fear that something is wrong. You can't, you know, you're not going to be able to get the right people. When actually me finding out and looking at this profile and finding out who I was, it helped me understand what I needed to do, uh, what I needed to continue to work on constantly, and what I needed to look for uh, when I'm interacting with other people. So talk a little bit about that, how this uh, profile can help you understand not only yourself but other people. Well, first of all, if you're as high as you are, and um, I, I can't remember your personal, but I, you said in masterful, if you yes. are mastering the life game that you've chosen to play and that you're playing your life game or your business with people who are at the competent level and you're mastery. That's not going to work. Everyone that you play with, whether they are um, the clerical or the CFO of your business, everyone needs to be at your level or higher because when they are lower, they're not going to understand your level of excellence. Now, if you want to take them on as a mentee and you're not expecting so much from them, that's fine. But if you're Mm -hmm. expecting them to produce where you are, they need to be right in that same zone where you are because birds with feather really do flock together. Oh, yes. Now that that is true. But, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to find people that so mine was a, a masterful level on on some of these and it's hard to find people that are on my level that is that's want to work you know they're usually out there achieving their own thing <laughs> so that was what i found that was difficult well everyone needs a team because see the people who are out there working on their own thing if they're wanting to get bigger they need to play with a game and so the way to do that is that you don't work with someone who's playing the same game, the mm-hmm. same okay. thing. You have to have a group of people who want the same thing, but they bring something different. So if we're playing a big life game together, I want to get my goals accomplished and so do you. So we're going to partner up, whereas when I win, you're winning. And then she's winning or here. We all have our goals. And by playing together and working together, we have to make sure that we are each playing our individual game that's interacting. And then we go off and act on our own thing. We come back, produce, and then we come back and bring it all together so that we can accomplish. You can imagine all the people that are working with Oprah and Bill Gates. They oh, are yeah. these people on a high level. They sure are. Sure they're on a high level. They are all producing because they couldn't get where they are getting where they are if they weren't working with other people who have just as high a level of excellence as they do. So we want to be careful about that. See, we think that we are, you know, we are so smart, and we are, but there are other people who are just as clever and even more clever and more dynamic, and we want to play and work with them. Okay, okay. So, yeah, we we are, um, this, this uh, profile, the personal excellence profile, is a fabulous tool. Um, can you tell us, how, to tell the listeners how they can um, get in, uh, get one, uh, be able to take this assessment? Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. You can go to my website, ChloeTaylorBrown.com. Um, that's my name, ChloeTaylorBrown.com. And you'll see right at the top, 
uh, the personal excellence profile questionnaire. You take that. It's very in-depth. Now, there are 200 simple questions. You simply bubble in yes, sometimes, or no. And oftentimes, people say, 200 questions? And I remember talking to my coach. Yes, I do have a coach. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, people were complaining about 200. He says, coach, they don't have time to have take the pep and answer 200 simple questions. They don't have time for a big life. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got to let those people go. And, you know, and, and just what I said, people don't want to take time to really get to know themselves. I think a part of it is the fear of oneself. When I was saying the different types of fear, people don't really want to know who they are because, you know, it's easy to look at yourself better than what you really are. <laughs> you know, right. we, we don't see ourselves like other people see us. And so you have a jaded view. So either people either have a jaded view positively or negatively. Either way it goes, some people have this fear of really getting to know what it is that they really want to work on, or I mean, that they need to work on, or they have a fear of getting to know who they really are because the good and the bad and the ugly, and you got to accept all of it. And if you have some low scores, and if you're competitive like me, you don't ever want to see low scores. <laughs> so right. You always want everything to be on a level. You say, what? I'm not, I'm not performing. And then that could lead to some other things. So I think people that are complaining about that, then they're not ready. And you're right. You have to just let those people go. But anyway, go ahead. I thought that was funny when you said that. Well, there was, um, I had a course. um, There were about 20 people in the course, and there were all types of people. And there was a spiritual practitioner who was, we all admired her because she was so clever, and, and she was teaching these courses, and she took the path, and she scored very low. And... It was real. So basically, she wasn't at the level that she needed to be to teach other people. And it it was so strange to me. My feelings were so hurt because she didn't want to have anything else to do with me. And you know what? That's what I'm saying. People sometimes do not want to see what's really there because they think of themselves more. They believe the hype. Okay, when we come back, we're going to um, give out this information again, and then we'll be giving some additional steps, and we'll go a little bit more into your memoir. So come back after this next break. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, has the solutions to your everyday life challenges. If you are seeking answers that will help you create amazing relationships, finances, health, and career, go to creatingamazinglives.com to take advantage of transformational resources, books, success CDs, GPS program, or to sign up for a free 30-minute success session. Dr. Gladney's programs are what you need to help you get what you want to out of life. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. 
Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Are you ready to make a change in your career, relationships, health, and or finances, but don't know how to get it done? Dr. Gladney has the answers for you. Go to creatingamazinglives.com for access to transformational resources that will help you create the life you want and deserve. To get a copy of her latest book, If You Are in the Driver's Seat, Why Are You Lost? The Gladney Prosperity System, a free 30-minute session, and other offers, go to her website at creatingamazinglives.com to start creating your amazing life. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to info at drgladney.com. That's info at drgladney.com. Now back to the show. We're back. Definitely uh, drop me an email. Give me feedback of the show at info at drgladney.com so I'll know that we are really helping to create amazing lives. We are on with our last segment with our magnificent uh, guest that we have on today, and that's Chloe Taylor Brown. And she has been sharing with us so many wonderful things that's going to help us to live fearlessly. Just before the break, we were talking about uh, the personal excellence profile. I want Chloe again to give the information on how people can get a hold of this document that will change their lives. So, Chloe, can you tell us again before we uh, move forward? Sure. It's an online assessment, and you bubble in yes, sometimes, or no online right on my website, ChloeTaylorBrown.com. You'll see the tab that says Personal Excellence Profile Questionnaire. I promise you, you will never be the same after you know yourself and know your strengths and how to use those and how to elevate yourself in the areas that you want to go higher in. So go to my website, ChloeTaylorBrown.com, and take the tap. And that's that's good. You won't be the same. And I actually took this, uh, the PEP, after going through a divorce, after having been married almost 24 years. So, you know, I had to redefine. And there was a lot of fear going on inside of me. And I, I became a different person. So even though you may think you know who you are, you really don't. So I was able to take this to, and it really gave me a level of confidence because I was looking at myself in, a, in, in probably, Chloe, more of a negative way because I'm like, well, now what do I do? Who am I? What have I become? I'm not a wife anymore. I'm not a, you know, all of those things. So it is really, really important. And in talking about this whole fear factor and getting out of your way, this is going to help you get out of your way because you know who you are. You know what you're doing and where you're going. And as we're, as we're talking about this, um, this, uh, fear. Chloe, I want you to talk a little bit more. You mentioned your uh, memoir, but I can laugh again. I want you to tell us a little bit more about that, and then I'm going to give some steps on how to uh, overcome imagined fear. 
Okay. Well, my memoir, I Can Laugh Again, From the Valley of Grief to a Glimpse of Heaven, is my fourth book, my first memoir. This was actually the very first book that I wrote of the four, and I just didn't have the heart to let it go at the time. So I, you know, I had to work on myself, and I had to be able to step out and, and speak about this book, and I couldn't do that at the time. So um, what, it, what it does is a love story that between myself, my family, my husband, uh, my faith, and, and getting all that back together to be my real self again. And then in t- talking about fear, I had the greatest fear after the death of my son and then actually getting myself back on the right track, I was afraid to communicate my new truth. And I mm. didn't realize that until I started the coaching because I would say one thing to you, I would say another thing to another person because, mm-hmm. you know, I would just wasn't sure because like you were saying about who am I, I was a model, I was a mom of four, now uh, three, and I, my son died, and so it was a lot of uncertainty. Right. So my coach said to me, you better start telling the truth. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm quoting. And I was thinking, but I, I'm not a liar. And right. I really wasn't, but I was because I wasn't speaking my truth. And so wow. it's important to speak your truth, but if you don't know what it is that you want to accomplish, You can't speak that. So you have to know who you are and what you're working toward, what's your purpose. Or if you don't know your purpose, at least some big goals. And then when you set those big goals, you'd know how to communicate those and build rapport. Wow, that is that was powerful, Chloe. That was really, really powerful. Speaking your own truth. And you said, I'm not a liar, but it's like, you know, it's it really gets back to knowing who you are at this moment in your life. And you know what? Things happen in life that do come about and they change us. But it's all these things. And you talked about the fear of the unknown. And that is so real. When you don't know what's going to happen then that fear is just as gripping, as you said in the beginning, as the real fear that happens because your body's reacting and responding physiologically the same way. And there are some um, steps I want to give everybody that will help them to overcome or recover from imagined fear. So recognize and acknowledge that fear is just your imagination. It's really just a bunch of thoughts that you are thinking about. And if you think about when you were a kid and you had an imaginary friend and you that that friend was so real and it was just a part of your imagination. So you know how deep your imagination is, but you have to acknowledge that that fear is just your imagination. You're just creating something. Um, then you ask yourself, number two, ask yourself these questions. Where does this fear come from? What, where is it coming from? And, and Chloe, you knew exactly where it was coming from. You could answer the questions. You didn't know the language and all these other things. What experience had, experiences have I had to make me believe that this is real? And you, yours was mainly because you didn't have the experience there. So it was truly about the unknown. But other Mm -hmm. times, if you have fear of uh, failure, it's because you've tried something before many times and it failed. So now you really are afraid or you may have the fear of success. And so that answering that question helps you refocus your imagination. And this is what you get to do because your mind is so powerful is to pretend that you're not afraid. I tell people, and it sounds... As, Chloe, as simple as it sounds, you can shift your brain just like you imagine this to be real. You can imagine it to be fake. 
So pretend that that this is um, pretend that you're not afraid. And act like I you're not it. afraid. Yeah. So you have to pre- refocus your imagination and pretend that I'm not afraid. Um, and then practice and to work out your fear. Sometimes it's just, you know, people have this fear of public speaking and all these other things. And so you practice to work that out and then increase your knowledge. Um, there's, there's a saying that says fear is high when knowledge is low. Fear is high when knowledge is low. The more knowledge you have about something, the less fearful you are. So then you know, okay, you know, then I can do that now that I understand how it works. So those are some some pointers that I just wanted to kind of leave with you so that you can help, uh, that would help you with the fear. So now, Chloe, tell everybody, because we're coming down to the to the end. Tell everybody the things that you have coming up and how they can get you and reach out to you and 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 even get you to be a coach for them, to hire you as this wonderful coach and what you're doing and how you can help. Okay. Well, I would love for everyone who hears this to go out and get my new memoir, I Can Laugh Again, From the Valley of Grief to a Glimpse of Heaven. It's available everywhere books are sold. You can order it on barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com. You can go into the bookstore. If they don't have it, they will certainly order it for you. What I have, um, you can also get it from my website, chloetaylorbrown.com. Also, um, I have coming up something that's so exciting. It's a pink affair, and it's a mother-daughter soiree, and I'm going to be working with um, another woman who, uh, Tanya Henderson Freeman, she uses my girl swag curriculum with her Doll Sediva's Girls program. And she'd been asking me for a couple of years, let's do a mother-daughter event together. And so finally oh, wow. I gave in. Um, you know, I don't like doing my own events that much. I like to, you know how we are, we want to be called in to do our events and be paid handsomely for doing it. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I am so glad that she's talked me into it because, it's really been a wonderful experience, and uh, we are working very well together. So that's going to be on April 30th at the Swan Coach House in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's going to be a brunch. And it's mothers and daughters and grandmothers and aunties and mentees, oh, wow. all that the women and girls, fun. and everyone's going to wear shades of pink and fuchsia and magenta. Oh, that's going to be gorgeous. Um, that yeah. is going to be gorgeous. Oh my gosh! I, it's going to be in Atlanta. Chloe, tell us how um, how they can reach you on Twitter, all the social media handles, and your website again. The website is chloetaylorbrown dot com, or you can visit me at the Chloe Experience, and that's Chloe with an uh, experience with an X. The Chloe Experience dot com, and all the social media is Chloe Taylor Brown, except for Twitter. That's Chloe T Brown at Chloe T. Brown on Twitter. And I love it when you tweet me. So tweet me. Okay. Yes, please, everybody. Would you would you um, give us feedback from the show? And we have decided, Chloe, thank you for uh, staying over for tomorrow. Uh, we're going to do conversations. We'll have conversations with you. You can call in and ask us questions and have conversations of overcoming fear. Uh, that's tomorrow, uh, Thursday, March uh, the 24th at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, and you can email me at info at drgladney.com for the call-in information. And guys, this has been an absolutely fabulous, fabulous show. Thank you so much for joining us. Chloe, we have coming up for next time is your mind is keeping you broke. I know I said that the last time, you know, with 
sometimes you got to shuffle things around. So just know that every single show, when regardless of when it comes, it's going to be fabulous. And we'll have two guests on, uh, Lo Andrews and Gail Perry Mason, that's going to be helping us with our finances. These are financial gurus. And so we're so excited. So join us then. Of course, reach out to me at Twitter, Facebook, Dr. Gladney. All of my handles are Dr. Gladney. Please follow me, like me, all of those wonderful things. Go to my website at creatingamazinglives.com because I have so much resource information there for you that will help you create amazing life. And as we're leaving and wrapping up, I'm going to leave you with a quote. Your work is to discover your world and then with all your heart, Give yourself to it. And that quote is from Buddha. So again, audience, we're going to thank Chloe Taylor Brown for all of this wonderful, fabulous information for sharing with us. She's going to be with us tomorrow. Conversations on overcoming fear. Email me at info at drgladney.com. Thank you again for joining us this week for another fabulous show. And look forward to next week as we talk about your mind is keeping you broke. This is Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, wishing you a fabulous and helping you to create an amazing life. Go to your destiny. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Be sure to tune in to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can't wait to talk again soon. 